Welcome to Three Films in a Podcast, the show where Destiny brought together three friends to enhance each other's cinematic journey by watching three new movies in a series of themed rounds. There is no claim of ownership on any film footage used in this episode, as all film footage is owned in its entirety by the copyright holders. And just like every car in Too Fast, Too Furious, this podcast contains spoilers. Enjoy! Hello, everybody, and welcome to Three Films in a Podcast. My name is Ben Lawhorn, uh, and for the first time ever, not with me is Tyler and Matt. Um, I'm here riding solo, which uh, feels kind of strange. So yeah, it's just me. You're stuck with me, um, but we also have like a ton of really cool guests here, which I'm excited about. Um, we have some first timers showing up, which is like really great for this specific draft that we're doing. We have some returning members as well, so I'm excited for the chaos. Um, I'll just like intro everyone real quick. Ethan, Jade, Alden, Klein, Rebecca, Carson, and Travis. Thank you all for being here. Um, are you guys ready to to party? Let's do it. Oh, yes. It's going to be chaotic and I love it. Um, we'll get to everyone's uh, pitches or plugs or all that kind of stuff uh, in the middle of the draft here. We're going to go through rounds one and two. And then we'll get everyone's plugs and we'll finish off the draft. Today's episode is a very special episode. It is a little pod and it is actually like a very special episode because this is uh, the last draft that's ever going to happen on three films in a podcast. So I'm glad that you all could be here to witness this. Um, I think this is going to be a ton of fun. I'm excited about this topic. We're talking about directorial debuts, uh, but it is the last draft because the pod is going to be taking a break in the fall. And then we are coming back in 2024 with a new format, new name, I might have a haircut. Who knows? Who knows what's oh, going to happen? We'll see. This wow. feels uh, this feels like when Ray Fines gathered everyone in the menu. Are we going to die? I'm going to whisper in Ethan's ear later, and uh, yeah, we'll just watch it all unfold. So. Tortillas. <laughs> but uh, yeah, so this I'm not is hungry. <laughs> this is our uh, movie draft that we're doing tonight. It's my favorite thing that we do. I love a draft so much. I'm glad to be able to do it. Like I said, we're doing directorial debuts tonight. For those of you who are unfamiliar how it works, it's kind of a snake style selection format. We're going to go one through eight, eight through one after we figure out the order. And that's it. We're not doing an auction tonight. We're just keeping it straightforward. Whatever order you get is what it's going to be. Um, so can I ask, can I ask one question, Ben? Is the reason we don't do auctions anymore because the last time we did one, you ended up with Barbie for 75% of your budget or how did that go? Listen, I'm so happy with that decision and I'm going to be <laughs> even happier, like in less than a week. So I still think we should have held voting off until Oppenheimer and Barbie came out. Cause I think mm. I could have won, you know? Um, <laughs> yeah, I did. What, was it like 80% of my budget or something? I it don't was, know unrivaled tension between you and I. Really Warner was. Brothers wants to talk to you, Ben. Yeah, a hundred. Yeah. Well, I'm happy with it. So Andrew, thank you for being here. I'm excited. We got some people watching. So yeah, Snake Style Draft, one through eight, eight through one. We're going to be picking four movies each. Uh, it's pretty straightforward qualifications, just a directorial debut. I feel like there's going to be some questions and some challenges and things like that, which I'm looking forward to. I may have had a side chat with Ethan earlier about what's Christopher Nolan's <laughs> debut because I don't feel like a college movie should count, but you know, it is what it is. So 
trying mm. to do like out outside of the pod. <laughs> this is shady business so from our host. So we've already got some under the table aspects yeah, going this is, on. Well, I can say interesting. I, I won't okay. be taking it. If it's following, I'm not taking it. If it's a memento, then, you know, yeah, that's, the that's something else. So, yeah, we'll see. <laughs> I mean, to be fair, I got in the chat and I was like, hey guys, do we want rules? And I think everyone's like, no, chaos. Let's like burn yeah. this place to the ground. <laughs> I was like, Let's sure. do it. Let's burn okay, it to the ground. Rules. <laughs> okay, rules. <laughs> Let's get rules, guys. Um, yeah. So before we get into the draft, though, I do want to ask everyone a question. Obviously, I don't want to get into the strategy of what's going on tonight with directorial debuts, but I thought it might be interesting to hear what some of your guys' favorite uh, sophomore films are, the second films from some directors. I think there's some absolute classics that fall into that. And so, yeah, I just wanted to talk about that quickly before we go into the draft. Carson, I'm going to throw it to you first. Do you have some favorite uh, second feature films? Yes, I do. I uh, think this one is actually my favorite of, I believe, the three he's put out. But it's um, Brawl on Cell Block 99. Ooh. It's very, mm. uh, it's by S. Craig Zoller. And it's just very grindhouse. And it's like a gut punch and Vince Vaughn is an absolute unit that I was gonna say that's bald Vince Vaughn, right? In that yeah. one. Yeah. And yeah. I've I've never seen him like that. It was a stellar performance. It's a yeah, it's a devastating movie. Yeah. I've heard really good things about it. I've never seen it though, but Oh, yeah, I highly encourage it. Put everybody put it on mm. your watch list. It is fucked up. Sounds like it might be a, an, win. an unsung gem that maybe we could talk about uh, mm. later. So that'd be fun. Yeah, nice. definitely. I um, and then I do have an, a second one. It's going to be Requiem for a Dream, um, yeah. Darren Aronofsky's Ooh. sophomore film, which is also just incredibly fucked up. Maybe that's my <laughs> <Yeah>. category. <laughs> I'm excited to see what you're drafting tonight. Yeah, yeah, I'm sure we all know that one. But um, yeah, those are my two sophomore picks. Nice. It's great. Alden, how about you? Oh man, uh, well, off top of my head, I Jordan Peele's Us is my favorite of his three, which is oh, nice. a razor razor thin margin yeah, yeah. between the three. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I was, I think that's my favorite horror film at this point. I'm was mortified and moved and nice and just a thematically electrified. Um, being a Star Wars guy, the uh, George Lucas, a student of Lucas, American Graffiti. Yeah. has a special mm-hmm. place in my heart. I think that the the bounce from his debut um, to uh, American Graffiti to Star Wars is fascinating. And then off the top of my head, uh, Andrew Stanton, Wally, my favorite oh, yeah. uh, Pixar film for a nice. second feature. I think Wally is fascinating and beautiful, and the thirty minutes at the front are the best short film possibly ever. I, yeah, all his choices are wonderful. Uh, Rebecca, what have you got for us? Yeah, I had to um, list my picks very carefully because I didn't want to pick anything from any other directors. I didn't want to give anyone ideas as to my plan. <laughs> so the movies I've selected are Alien by Ridley Scott, um, Raising Arizona by the Coen Brothers, and Jaws by Spielberg. I think they're all spe- they're all just very special to me. I lo- I've particularly Raising Arizona. I just love it. For me, it was like an introduction to like, oh yeah, you can be deadpan. And I don't know, nice. uh, you know, Alien and Jaws are just very scary to me as well. So I liked it. I like those. I good. just, I just saw Jaws on 35 millimeter and <laughs> fun. Wow. Oh my God. In Lucky. a, in a theater full of absolute stands. And it was so mm. much fun. If you guys mm. ever see 
Jaws playing in a theater, please go see it. It was an incredible experience. I totally get why my why my mom was like, oh my God, when I saw it, I was terrified. Yeah, me too. Yeah. yeah. Wow, still, nice. yeah, it's still creepy. And the, uh, in the height of COVID, one of the things I was able to do movie-wise was go to a double feature of Jaws and Jaws 2 at the drive-in. That was like- Oh, really? Oh, so cool. That's awesome. fantastic. Yeah, we had so a <laughs> very, not as cool as your guys's, but I had a Jaws themed pool party last year and that's we watched cool. pools outside. <laughs> we watched Jaws outside. That's cool. You've seen that those people that good. watch it like at that special screening. I think they do it like annually and they sit in oh, tubes yeah. on the oh, actual that's ocean. That's fun. Nah. That's crazy. Did <laughs> <laughs> not do it. Uh, Travis. Yeah. Uh, so I put a couple on here again, I'm trying to be strategic, trying to. Yeah pick a little outside the box and not give away my hand here, but uh, I like adaptation as a follow-up for Spike mm-hmm. Jones. Um, yeah. It's the best Nick Cage performances you'll ever see. Yeah. <laughs> um, so and it's just good. It's just so good. Adaptation's yeah. awesome. Um, and then I uh, put the elephant man because it's just, uh, it's an interesting, like uh, Alden was saying about Lucas, it's a really interesting bounce around uh david lynch's first it's all they're all very lynch right like there's no like romantic comedy mixed in there um but it is uh his first film to elephant man is it's a swing it's a bit of a it's a bit of a swing for him uh so yeah and you know he just continues to make uh, just crazy amazing stuff so i love david lynch he's like unfortunately someone i haven't seen a lot of i actually just watched my first lynch movie which was dune um, I okay. don't know if that was well, like the well. best one to do, but yeah, I mean, nowhere to go, but up. So yeah, what do you do? I saw uh, him in an interview one time he was being interviewed. I don't, I think it was about like something like 15 years ago at some director's thing. And he's sitting in the chair and some guy, some stuffy British guys uh, interviewing him. And he's like, you know, Eraserhead is actually my most spiritual film. And I was like, <laughs> yes. and I was like oh, would you like to elaborate on that? And he's like, no. That's the end. It's, it's the greatest. It. It's the greatest. Thing. What a boss. So yeah, good, man. King. Nope, that's it. <laughs> Just leave it at that. Uh, Ethan, how about you? Um. Well, I went with Midsommar as one uh, for, for a sophomore. I, I still hold firm and true that Midsommar is one of the greatest horror movies of the 21st century. I think it is incredible, like an incredible horror juxtaposition to Mm. even make that movie exist is like phenomenal. And then Boogie Nights, because if you listen to me on any single podcast, mine or uh, another, I will always choose Boogie Nights if it is ever a selection for anything. Um, PTA (laughs) makes Hard Eight, and then the next year he makes Boogie Nights, um, you know, loosely based on Hard Eight. So I mean, it's great. Like, like kind of like Carson was saying, I got the chance to see Boogie Nights on 70 millimeter a couple of months ago. And it was like oh. one of the most electric movie going experiences of my life. Like literally nice. almost changed me as a person. It was phenomenal. And it was like, you know, my eighth time seeing the movie. So it wasn't even like fresh for me. It was just so incredible. Um, but yeah, two ridiculous sophomore films. Mm-hmm. That's cool. That's great. Uh, I love this comment. Now I want David Lynch to go full Gary Marshall with the holiday theme <laughs> rom toms. <laughs> what does Lynch's St. Patrick's Day look like? <laughs> I would love to see that. So Lynch's St. Patrick's Day would be shot from the POV of a leprechaun. Of a leprechaun. It's like yeah. two feet up. All just tilted <laughs> upwards. All yeah. All yeah. Oh, that'd be awesome. It'd be uh, Klein. Um, I mean, I'm, I've got a couple listed, but I'll 
do Fincher's seven. It's just Mm -hmm. like, Mm -hmm. it's, I think one of the most thrilling movie experiences I've ever had. Um, and Fincher's Fincher's my guy. I would say social networks, the reason that I like love movies. And Mm -hmm. so to go back and to dive into that, like just all you need to know is Brad Pitt yelling. And he's like, (laughs) Brad Pitt and Morgan Freeman are on another level in that movie. And like, that's the era I think of, Morgan Freeman I love the most and mm. it's just it's mm. so good it's it's so good it's one of those things that you can just watch over and over again and pick up little things and pick up little nuances and it was Gwyneth Haltrow's uh, head the whole time so it's <laughs> <That's> a, <laughs> it was well, a spoiler 30 years later it's older than I might be so you know what? I've, only, I've only ever asked the question what's in the box I've never I've never strived to find out what's in the box no one ever asks yeah. how's in the box oh, I've, I've seen seven then okay I've seen it oh okay I will say one of your clients that you have on your list is like wait is hold on like I didn't realize that wasn't that was the second movie so yeah. I'm gonna have to make some adjustments later, mm-hmm. yeah we'll see yeah, we'll see. Okay. I mean, now we know. We'll now we know what's on the chopping block. Klein, like Klein came in at the end, and I really appreciate him filling in. We did kind of talk about in the chat that anything that's like not rated that was kind of a small release probably doesn't count. Um, but this okay. is uh, okay. It's okay. chaos rules, you know. We can we'll just quorums, if you know? that's it's the all case. His real second movie is also really good. So yeah, I think <laughs> Ethan would agree with you on that. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Jade. Uh, so my two that I put in our little doc are very couldn't be more different from each other. One that I picked was Moonlight by Barry Jenkins. That's according to IMDb. Pretty much, I'm just going off of what IMDb says. So if you guys want to correct me on anything that happens tonight, please go ahead. I love that movie so much. It's you know I think it's a very just calmly paced movie, but it hits so hard and it's so deep. Um, and then my second pick, I picked Saw by James Wan. Nice. Um, movie I think, I think it's one of the most shocking horror movies, especially for being early 2000s when everything was kind of teen slashers and mm-hmm. coming off of the 90s. And then he comes in with this, what people call torture porn. But I think there's actually a lot more to it than that. But that's where I'll just leave that. Nice. I love are you, Jade, are you excited for Saw 10? <laughs> Um, I'll be honest with you. I'm I didn't even hyped for Saw 10. Let's be honest. I cannot I wait. I didn't even see Spiral, so I yeah. you don't I'm excited. So hopefully you'll be able to keep up. Yeah. Don't worry well, I mean, about I'm just it. excited in the, in the sense that we're getting just so many different horror movies <laughs> again. Sure. Nice. So I'm I'm excited. I don't care. I'm you know the Nun was trash, but I'm excited for the Nun too. Let's so go. I mean you know oh. you never know, right? Hell yeah, you never know. I love it. You never love it. Know. Uh, I will say along the lines of Whiplash, we might be talking about Moonlight later in the draft as well. Yeah, we will you know, see. You know, it's kind of a, a gray mm-hmm. area. We'll see. Mine, I just went with one. I just went with Kugler uh, with Creed. Um, yes. I love Fruitvale Station. He's another one that, like, I mean, he's got like a pretty perfect track record in my mind. Mm-hmm. But to like take on Creed, like the Rocky franchise and stuff as your follow up is like kind of crazy. I mean, we talked about that on this pod before with like, Bradley Cooper and stars born. It's like, Hey, I'm going to do like a third remake of something for my first movie. And this like that, the idea of taking on Rocky and then like taking on the MCU after that. I just think, I think he's done a really good job. So, um, mm-hmm. and what a great performance from Michael B. Jordan. I love that movie. 
He's amazing. It's that my favorite sequence of movie. him running through the streets with the dirt bikes yes. going by and like oh, just hooking my heart up to a car battery. Like that just right? like yeah. gives me energy. I live it's for incredible. that shit. And just like the way that Ludwig teases the theme, the whole yeah. movie. Yeah. And it doesn't hit until the, I'm not a mistake. And then he stands up. Ah, oh! so good. It's where Creed, I Creed pod. Are we doing a Creed pod right now? Is that what we're yeah, switching? Let's do it. We're yeah. it. Creed pod. Okay, favorite Creed moments. I'm drafting when he gets punched and the sweat off his back. <laughs> the anime sweat. Oh, yeah. Yep. Sorry, how uh, did no one say Pulp Fiction here? It's like, I assumed just, everyone you know, else would, so I, I didn't even like, think to add yeah. it. Oh, yeah. <laughs> we're all trying to keep our, our hands yeah. close to our vest. Yeah. Like, yeah, someone else will say it. I don't need to take that one. So, yeah. Submarine, but, yeah, I've seen call. once. I like it's it. why I didn't say Midsommar. I just assumed it was a given. Yeah. Whoa. Shade. <laughs> no, Jeez. No, Holy no, like, I agree. Whoa. I agree with you, Ethan. Midsommar shade coming from the other pod into Watch this out. one. This is brutal. <laughs> no, I, I just cross pod slander. I'm being positive over here. You're getting extra <laughs> defensive just right out the gate. We haven't even begun yeah, to battle, Ethan. Bet because everybody's after me all the goddamn time. So I have to be defensive. <laughs> Ethan wouldn't let Ben have Midsommar even in a even no. in a banter, even in a no. pre-show no. banter. <laughs> I just realized that. Yeah, this is what happens when you're not here. It becomes a Creed pod, so that's what we are now. Just, just FYI. Also, yeah, Larry Crown, great second film. That is a movie that exists um, for sure. Definitely um, a movie. Yes, that is technically a movie. Uh, all right, cool. Let's uh, let's figure out the order here. Let's get into this draft. Um, I hate how excited Ethan is. I hate it so it's much. It's time for the He's chaos. <laughs> Okay. I'm not excited. I'm just petrified. It's a difference. It's kind of the same. His energy's a little, uh, you know. All right, here we go. Oh fuck. Oh. Okay. Oh. Midsummer for climax. <laughs> Thank you, Rebecca. We'll make that trade later. Um, all right. Rebecca's going first. Oh no. Oh, let's go. Keep going. Go, okay. go, 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 go. Rigs, oh, rigs. Yeah, that's, that's stop the steal. Stop the steal. Stop the steal. Forever Not my podcast. <laughs> <laughs> not my draft order. Oh man, let's go! Are you kidding me? Let's now it's your win. draft order. Now you're okay. good, Ethan. Hashtag my draft order. Let's go. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Klein. Wow. Yeah. Come on. I'm having this is what I get for the last time on Ace <laughs> This is my penance. I love the little confetti every time. Like, oh, good job, yeah. guys. You did it. <laughs> I'm not feeling so good about this, this now. Is, this is, oh, oh, no. you might be on the turn though, so you might get like two in a row, which is yeah, that's not, not a horrible spot, but I've never felt good about this. So, okay. And here we go. The battle to the bottom. Great. This is awesome. <laughs> right. It heard you, Travis. Travis, it heard thank you. you for being here. Yeah, I no really problem. do appreciate it. Wait. Spin it. Spin it for Travis. <laughs> Let's spin it. Why are we, we spinning? It's everyone. just me on there. We like to see it. Don't you want to see your name spin? Oh. 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 Confetti. We Travis with the confetti. Yeah, he did it. He did it. Sensational. Cool. All right. Oh, boy. Too oh, much confetti at the last one. I have to say, it's a little. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay, Rebecca. Oh, 
Ben, you're ahead of me. This is bad. This, yeah. <laughs> um, oh, you know what? There was one specific pick I was saving for my very first, and I am willing to throw it away for this. And I am going to go with 2018's Hereditary by Ari Aster. Oh, wow. There it is. Wow. I love it. Well done. Off Number one off the board. Interesting. Just but like we'll that. We'll see what happens next. Uh, uh, my heart's beating so fast, you guys. <laughs> Rebecca, I'm really happy for you. This is amazing. Thank you. This is it wonderful. Thank you so much. Yeah. Good pick. Thank you, I'm thank gonna, you. Yeah, I'll make it bigger than you and I can just sit here for 15 minutes while all the other I'm good stress, movies. I'm and stressed about the rest of our picks. <laughs> Everything just gets picked off here. Yep. So, um, Hereditary, wonderful choice. Okay. I mean, it, I made it the background picture because it felt like the obvious pick. So I'm going with Reservoir Dogs. Um, that's what I'm going to take okay. for my directorial debut. Okay. Um, I don't know. I just like, I don't know what there is to say about it that people haven't said about Reservoir Dogs. Cool writing. I don't know. Like, everyone has colors for names. Yeah. Steve so, Buscemi. That's, yeah, exactly. That's, that's exactly <laughs> what I should have said. Yeah. Stuck in the just, middle with you. Great. Yeah, Steve great Buscemi. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Great, di- right. great diner scene, too. Real, real uh, prevalent in, with today's tip culture. I appreciate I that. I was going to yeah. say, really too relevant yes. with today's yeah. tipping yes. conversation. Top tier. Mm-hmm. Okay. Ethan, um, uh, my, third. my draft pick. Wonderful. This is excellent. Okay. This so I man's going to explode. This is what I'm saying. I can barely hold it in. Uh, so I get my number one pick that I wanted. I was really nervous Ben was going to take this because I know how much he loves this movie. I'm going with 1957's 12 Angry Men by Sidney Lumet. Um, An absolutely astounding film that um, just every single time I see it rings more true and hits harder and is just more of a cinematic feat somehow. And I, I just like movies like this really, especially under the guise of a draft, make me wonder like what's, what like what good am I like if a guy's making a movie and this is his first time making a movie and it's fucking 12 angry men yeah. I just don't it's insanity to me so 12 yeah. angry men see you guys in 15 minutes it's been a, I mean, a blast you definitely locked in all those Lumet heads they're coming you're getting all those votes you guys, big big portion of film twitter those Lumet heads yeah. out there all those Sydney I just friends. recently saw someone take that clip of that bar you know that that, that oh yeah 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 so I see that yeah the Game of Thrones finale or some moment mm-hmm. from Game of Thrones yeah. and they're like watching someone get stabbed and they all go what and, <laughs> yeah. and they pasted in the knife moment from 12 angry remember Bro, he just that was me, so that, i feel so <laughs> seen so that. that was amazing so i love that so uh, much i remember i texted ben the first time i watched it and i, I literally texted him that and i was like the mm-hmm. knife he had another one and i was just like that's the greatest thing ever it's amazing it's <laughs> oh that's a solid pick i did not think it would go in the first round but i think it's a great pick so. uh wow. fine <laughs> I am so conflicted. I could play with my head. I can play with my heart. But I said coming into this, I was going to play with my heart. And I'm going on momentum pick here. The Gerwig Hive is thriving. Lady wow. Bird as my Respect. number one first round pick. Lady I think arguably, Bird. like, you guys will get to know me. You all don't know me very well. I love me some coming-of-age bullshit, okay? So yeah. Lady Bird might be the whoa, single whoa. greatest coming-of-age movie of all time. I so love it. Can- I love it very dearly. Uh it's amazing, and I can't wait for more Gerwig in my life. You know so. what, Klein? That was the one I was going to pick first, and so I'm glad it went to a good home. 
Oh, I think that was kind. What's happening? I thought you were ready to throw fist to I'm having like a post adrenaline, like come down, you know? <laughs> I will say, I, I do think it's worth noting that there is a little asterisk with that because yeah. Gerwig did make Nights and Weekends um, like 10 years before Lady Bird. But of course, it's not really counted in like the kind of the, the canon of Gerwig movies because she did uh, co direct it with somebody else. But, you know, respect. Mm-hmm. Chaos. Yes. Chaos rules. Chaos I wasn't gonna. I wasn't gonna challenge man. that. I just think for you know for movie knowledge for people, it's like oh, Greta made something else. Cool. Yeah, solo debut. The Lumet heads weren't enough for you either. <laughs> no. No. <laughs> you gotta calm the Gerwig high. Like, listen, guys, it's okay. Oh, we down. get it. You're knowledgeable. <laughs> down. Metal, metal. Uh, Alden, what are you taking with your first pick? I I honestly thought there was a really high chance this could be the first overall. And I'm very happy it wasn't. I mentioned this man already. That would be Jordan Peele. I choose yeah. Get Out. Lovely. Yeah. Nice. For my number one pick. I remember, I mean, what hasn't been said about it, I just remember Logan and Get Out were in theaters at the same time. Oh, that's And me crazy. being a yeah. big nerd, I was like, oh, let's do Logan. Logan. We all went and saw Logan, loved it, cried. Then the next week we were like, we should, have, we should give that other one a chance. Blown away. I just, mm-hmm. the theater was electric. Amazing movie still holds up. Fantastic visionary even that was yeah. gonna be my first pick i'm glad i'm glad you took it though that's a good one it's just stellar yeah i think Beautiful i felt script. similarly about that kind of like heath with joker i was like oh the you know 10 things i hate about you guys are gonna do this like the night's tale guy <laughs> but i felt like that was like the key and peel guys doing a horror movie like that's the that's thing people with comedy weird. backgrounds are the mm-hmm. best at horror yeah. and this is my yeah. this is the hill i die on he was in the was trailers so for get out i didn't think lived up to that movie in retrospect mm. oh. the trailers for get out i was like oh so what is everybody in this town like a weirdo mm. is this like a <laughs> like a everyone's brainwash which was kind of not it was brain stuff um but it was yeah i mean it was rarely do you see something that original and poignant mm-hmm. and the feeling that i had like I, I won't spoil anything but like when those lights show up i was like oh mm-hmm. you gotta be kidding me <laughs> like mm-hmm. there's no way but yeah, it was just it, it tied together so perfectly. So that's a that's an awesome pick for sure. Jade. So I'm I don't have a strategy. Uh, I love it. Again, that's a strategy. like the same thing as the A24 draft. <laughs> I'm going for fun and I'm just gonna pick what movies I like. So love it. I'm going my first pick, I'm gonna go. It's the first one I even put down in my notes. I'm going with Nightcrawler by Ooh, hell yeah. Yeah. I love yeah. That movie and I feel like it doesn't get enough credit it's been on Netflix for just years now just kind of sitting there and no one talks about it enough and it's Jake Gyllenhaal so that's my points that's awesome hell yeah Respect. such a good movie when when is Dan, Dan Gilroy, Gilroy making another movie let's get that guy making a movie gotta be you one of my Jake favorite Gyllenhaal. Nepo babies one of the best <laughs> Nepo one babies. of the best <laughs> Nepo babies out there my guy <laughs> Uh, Matt, thank you so much for reminding me. We do have a segment here on the pod. Whenever we talk about a Hall, it's time for our Hall of Fame. So Jade, <laughs> yes. I need to know, in your opinion, would Nightcrawler be a better or more interesting movie if Maggie Gyllenhaal was the star? <laughs> oh, I love this bit. Like, um, like replacing Jake Gyllenhaal? Yep, swap him out. Yep, sibling swap no. here. Sorry. No. I'm not a big fan of Maggie Gyllenhaal. That's, that's so, so fair. Tell him, Jay. Yeah, I'm sorry. I'm 
Jake. I mean, there's nothing to apologize right. for. Well, it's that's all the good. thing too. Like, I'm afraid of Jake Gyllenhaal. I'm not yeah. afraid of Maggie exactly. Gyllenhaal. Exactly. Like, her. Yeah. You could if, be. if there's not, if Jake Gyllenhaal's in a movie where he doesn't scream and break glass, it wasn't a Gyllenhaal movie. <laughs> yeah, hundred <laughs> percent. I I think that there are better. Oh, sorry, Matt. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think she lost the draft. She may have lost Matt's vote, but I don't think she lost the draft. I'll, you know what? I'll take it. I'll own that. No, Nike. Nightcrawler's a great pick. <laughs> I think that you get way better results the other way. Maggie parts that you put Jake in. Yeah. What are we talking like about? Like Rachel daughter in the Dark Knight. Jake in the Lost Daughter. Rachel in the Dark Knight. My first thought was Rachel. Rachel. Oh my yeah. god. That's what Rachel. I thought. Too. I think a love triangle where two of the people are Gyllenhaal and Bale. Yeah, and then Aaron Eckhart, who's like not, yes, like he's, you know, he's not great. Eyes, movie, what yeah. Means. yeah, that's uh, yeah. I love it. Thank you for participating. Uh, any, anytime a Jill and Hall comes up, that's something we've got to do. I love so it. I love it. We'll see that's if anything great. else happens uh, for the rest of the draft here. But uh, uh, Carson finally made it. What's your What's your first pick? Yes, thank you. Um, Nightcrawler was on my short list as well. Oh I no, love that movie. No, it's fine. Sorry. <laughs> um, it's okay. We're all friends today. It's, I like it. Yeah, <laughs> my uh, my pick. I'm gonna go with um, the Virgin Suicides. Sophia oh, Coppola's wow, first nice. feature. Yeah, um, that was uh, when I watched when I first watched it. It was a spiritual experience. It's like it's like if Lady Bird were uh, mentally ill. Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, <laughs> more so. More. Yeah, more. right. That's great. Yeah, Less off. medicated. Yeah. Right. <laughs> That's uh, awesome. Yeah. Love that. My girlfriend and I recently took a trip to Japan and we went into Uniqlo and they happened to have a run and it was all shirts of Sofia Coppola movies. <gasps> nice. We sweet. snatched up all of them. Cool. I was like, wow. I've never seen this before. This is amazing. So, Can you ship me the um, Mary Antoinette one, please? <laughs> yes. <yeah. laughs> this is a Coppola friendly house for sure. Um, Travis, you got two Finally. picks in a row here. Yes, I get the wraparound pick, so I'm going to do, I'm going to make it interesting. Um, I like it. I'm going to go with something that makes sense and then maybe something that doesn't. So, <laughs> okay. Um, <laughs> let's start out with uh, 1941 Orson Welles, Citizen Ooh. King. I mean, come on, guys. I mean, yeah. the, the it should debut. be illegal. It should be illegal to do this on your first film. <laughs> <laughs> it really should. Also, it's it brings up an entirely different category of like, people's first films that are their best, which is probably mm -hmm. a much shorter list. You yeah, know, like there's yeah. a lot of good debuts like we're talking about, but who makes Citizen Kane? And then like Orson Welles made a lot of interesting movies, but he never mm -hmm. made Citizen Kane again. Mm -hmm. No. You know, so I just think it's interesting. That's and a great selection. Hot take. Citizen Kane is a, a good movie. Um, yeah. <laughs> is that a hot take? Watch out. The audacity. Oh my God. <laughs> Citizen Kane. Kane. is the Citizen Kane of Citizen Kane. Yes. <laughs> it really, I'll t I believe he was 27 when they were shooting that. Yeah. Isn't that crazy. And wow. I turned wow. 27 back in December and I had a moment to myself where I thought, you didn't do it all then you didn't make citizen kane you know that's all right i don't think any of us have but that's a uh, oh, great pick that yeah that probably is like the debut of all debuts so it's got to be selection. Right. Yeah. okay and now for something completely different <laughs> um because y'all said you were going to be agents of chaos and i'm watching these picks like safe 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 um 
My second pick is a little movie from 1981. And it's by a very famous director uh, who's made more money than anyone question mark, oh, in the shit. theaters. Hmm. Uh, so, oh. uh, Piranha 2 uh, The Spawning. James I Cameron. was looking at Interesting. Blind oh, fish eat people in that movie and James Cameron made it. So yep. <laughs> yes, I like that. We have made history as the first broadcast in which Citizen Kane <laughs> and Piranha have been mentioned in the same breath. Back to back, baby. This yeah. is his legacy. You weren't joking about chaos. I like that. Anytime we can wow. talk about the Canadian King Cameron, it's, it, we're, I'm here for it. Canadian <laughs> Yeah, I mean, you're right. He probably has brought some of the uh, most money into the box office. Not with Piranha 2, but yeah. No, no, no. Yeah, wonderful. <laughs> I that think he's pretty much just owned it at this point, by the way. I think he like hates it. But yeah, but is it like cares. did he like get booted or something like that? Or did he leave at some and point during production? Who knows? He I think he it got cut to ribbons. He didn't get to do what he wanted with it. It's not oh, one of gotcha. those, you know. Yeah. He should for, reclaim for just, it for himself and put one of the yes. piranhas on Pandora. <laughs> <And Avatar. laughs> oh, yeah. in, the, in the ocean. I like oh, it. Those poor water people. <laughs> Carson, we're back around. All right. Uh I I'm gonna go with um, Robert Eggers' The Witch. Oh dang! I was gonna take that. Which I have a really fun story about that I love to tell. Yeah. Um, Robert Eggers wrote, um, what is that movie that he just did? The oh, Northman. The Northman. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Yes. He wrote The Northman. And knew that it needed to be an epic tale. And he knew that it needed to be a grand, huge budget movie. Mm. And in order to make that movie, he had to prove himself to Hollywood first. Mm. And so he wrote The Witch and they gave him $4 million to make it. And then he wrote The Lighthouse and they gave him $9 million to make it. And then he said, okay, it's time to make The Northman. And they gave him $200 million and he made the movie of his dreams. And that to me is like, that's next level visionary shit. Yeah. I am endlessly impressed with that guy. I can't wait to see Nostradamus. Thank you. (laughs) Thank you. Uh, I can't wait for just everything that that guy does. I I love the witch. It is weird and scary every time. That's amazing. Betting on yourself, man. That's yeah. crazy. The Northman rips too. Like it's a very good movie, and it's yes. just a, a tragedy. It was released when All it was. All three are great too, and that's the thing. That's what I love about that story is that it's not like he was like one for them, one for me. It's not yeah. like he was like I'll take. Not that there's anything wrong with the studio movie, but like they were all three all tour, and to just mm-hmm. and then command two hundred million is like wild. <laughs> <You're a serious. laughs> yeah, this is a family channel. Um, I don't know where to go. The original, I don't. That opened up a lot of conversation. Oh god, that's funny. I say, who's the second one? Like, I don't don't even know. Yeah. Okay. Um, Jenny from um, Men's completely derailed right now. (laughs) Like, what the? (laughs) I did not expect that from Matt. Matt's throwing me off here. Um. Okay, I'm a hail mary here, Jade. Please make <laughs> a movie. Okay. Um, <laughs> make it another so, Dylan Hall. Yeah. Uh, I wish, but I'm going to go comedy. I'm going to pick Anchorman by Adam oh, Wow. Oh, nice. Jade, that was, on, that was that my pick. Good. Good. Yeah. Yeah. That's, okay. nice That's a fantastic. 
I, I was just watching, it's kind of random. I was just watching Kicking and Screaming the other night with my parents and realized how old that movie is. It's, all, it's like 20 years old. And mm. same thing with, with, with Anchorman. It's, it came out in 2004. And I was like, wow, I was six years old when that movie came out. And uh, I hope we get back to comedy like that one day, you know? I, I was like surprised to see <laughs> on Liz. I didn't realize that was his debut. Um, I had no idea so crazy. either. I was really looking and I was like, you know, I need to diversify my potential picks. So I was like, let's think of like some old comedies. And Adam McKay, I I would have never guessed that was the, the debut, but here we are. Wow. I just want to say that a movie that I saw in theaters being referred to as an old comedy just really fucking got me right in the gut. Who amongst us didn't walk through the halls of their high school quoting Anchorman, you know? Yep. Uh, it, was, uh, it was a little bit younger. Though. I was walking through my uh, elementary school, probably. Uh, <laughs> yeah. My little Christian school. So. <laughs> Wales vagina, just yelling it down the hall. <laughs> um, that's actually a movie that Matt and my cousin had to talk me into taking them to. They couldn't drive at the time. And I told them if they paid for my ticket, I would go because I did not want to see that. And that was just one of the funniest experiences I had in a theater. Like that is, it's such a good movie. That's I love a, that. Yeah. yeah that's a great is. pick. Pete Cole Farrell. Yeah. Yeah. He's great. What a run. I mean, the whole cast too, Carell and Rudd and yeah. just all of them. They're all yeah. doing And great. just to this day, to this day, we're still quoting it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So good. Still good. By Odin's Raven. Lanolin? Alden. I'm in a fortunate position where a lot of the stuff that I considered is still here. I feel like there's there are some there are two direct bullets with Ethan's name on them. (laughs) Please don't. I don't like this game. But I did it last time. Instead, I'm gonna pick something on my mind from a guy who I think is I really like him. He's kind of unfairly maligned, I think. And that is Mr. J.J. Abrams. Wow. Mission Impossible 3. Uh, dude. Mission Impossible 3 is right there with Fallout for my favorite in the franchise. I think it's hilarious that Tom Cruise obviously was maybe not that happy with the results of 2, like many people were not, and sat there for a few years and was watching Alias one day, and he thought, this is the guy. This, this is the guy right here. This, this is my terrible impression. This is what I need. Popcorn. JJ Abrams. Um, I and, love my movies. And he had never JJ had never directed a film. He'd been running Felicity and Alias, um, written a couple scripts, and then he comes in and delivers this incredible film with an incredible Philip Seymour Hoffman uh, performance and really establishes what the franchise would be. People call it a soft reboot. And I think whether people like his Trek and Star Wars work or like some of it and some, you know, mixed bag, whatever, I think with super eight as well what jj abrams's real skill set is is looking at the painting stepping back like cameron and ferris bueller looking at the painting and figuring out why it works like mission impossible is in trouble this is why this is why it works is what we do star trek's falling out of relevancy and hasn't had a movie in seven years this is what we do star wars has been gone for a decade this is what we do the guy has a sixth sense for it people hate him because palpatine i don't know Um, yeah but but the guy he's good i think he's got a future i'll defend lost until my dying day i think it was a phenomenal show yeah i think i think and and what he's done too like by producing things like lovecraft country and and Mm. and really giving like a platform and stuff i think he's he's a swell dude um 
Philip Seymour Hoffman, though. The GOAT. Love it. The Best goat. villain in the Mission Possible franchise, bar none. So good. I love that you love Fallout in 3. I knew I liked you, Alton. <laughs> I, I, I certainly didn't put two as like like letterbox did all the way at like yeah i guarantee spot. i guarantee you whoever put that out was just like how can we cause the this most amount of chaos with the mission impossible <laughs> just and on send rock. tweets yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it is a great opening though that's for sure throwing the sunglasses into the camera is the one of the most elite tom cruise moments ever that's the best mission impossible score in the series hands down yeah yeah so good so fire uh klein it's your turn i'm honestly shocked that so many things are here and i'm excited and nervous and scared and i want to do all the things but i had a good friend tell me once uh hope is a good thing maybe the best things and no good thing ever (laughs) dies that friend was morgan freeman in shawshank's redemption (laughs) i am waiting shawshank's redemption baby (laughs) good friend morgan that was friend wow. of the pod. Friend of the pod. Directorial <laughs> debut. debut. That was his yes. debut. Oh Short yeah, films only nuts. before that. Nice job. Wow, that's a wonderful. Selection. My heart is beating like a million miles a second. I right thought now. that was gonna. I thought that was gonna go under the radar until my next, you know, four mm. hour break. I came back. I think yeah. like for a long time was their best reviewed movie of all time. Yeah. Yeah. Oh I, man. I, I would another, you be mad if I hadn't if I hadn't seen Shawshank? Would you I be mad? I've only, what if I told you, Ethan? I've only yeah. recently seen Shawshank. So, yeah. oh, okay, better. fair. Yeah. That's I, I'll, I'll take that. Wait, have you seen it, Ethan? No, I have not seen Shawshank. Okay, cool. Well, Sorry. Klein, I can tell you have Tyler's vote from our pod because I think that's one of his favorite movies. It's so ever, good. So. It's so it's one of those movies that like I had hyped up so much for me, and I finally sat down and watched it and finished it. And went, damn! Like they, everyone was right. That like that yeah. was amazing. <laughs> That's a feat when a movie can do that when you're just like, yeah, when it's built up. But cool. Shawshank, good friend Morgan. Like and subscribe, please, Morgan. Um, that was fantastic. Ethan. Uh, okay. Here's where I want to throw my first con- contesting oh, I, I to the like group, this. if that's okay. Um, yeah. Ben, you, ben, you kind of knew this, this one was coming. Wow, you won't even hear me out, Rebecca. <laughs> no, you're just going to me now. You want it bloodthirsty? Is this a democracy or no? <laughs> yeah, what are we doing here? I don't know. Uh, to be clear, there's okay. an even number of us. So if that's, we, oh, that's true. That's well, tough. I guess you can't vote though, Ethan. So yeah, we got oh, fair. Votes, okay. So. Um, so the the movie that I would like to put up for conjecture here is. Hmm. Damien Chazelle's Whiplash. Um, this is based on a short that he made uh, the mm. year prior and was able to get it funded and then uh, created the film. He is credited with directing a movie called Guy and Madeline on a Park Bench. Now, this was in 2009, fi- uh, five years before Whiplash. It is not rated. It is just over 80 minutes long. It did receive a an, an initial release at the Tribeca Film Festival, but... With Ben's school of thought, it is an independent film, shot black and white, didn't get a national release, has no box office dollars. Where do we stand on this? I'm, I'm not trying to go one way or the other. Of course, I want this pick, but I, I am genuinely curious. This is the one movie where I was just like, I don't know. It's kind of up to whatever you think. I so, say, I think we should give it to you. I, I, I think I, yeah. I would I normally it. approve, I but I'm looking to make you mad. So, <laughs> I, think if, I think here's the thing if we did ladybird and i'm the one with ladybird if we did ladybird that's i think fair. we should do whiplash that's fair that's fair 
also also i just want to point out that whiplash and nightcrawler came out in the same year what an That's incredible a year, year. Yeah. what 2014 is a bad yeah. year yeah yeah that's crazy uh ben do i have your podcast host blessing to pick up whiplash here uh yeah tear it up it was on my list so <laughs> oh, go for sick. it let's go um <laughs> Collusion. I, I, Again, collusion. What's collusion? <laughs> I, I will do a, a very, very brief like self-plug on my Substack that I released this week. Um, go check it out. You can just Google my name and Substack, I think, and subscribe. But I, I used a moment from Whiplash to kind of support the WGA and the SAG after strikes and the importance of writing and actors has an absolutely incredible moment from J.K. Simmons talking about how he had his Charlie Parker once and he he tried. He fucking tried. And that's what life is about it's about trying to get the best out of every single person i mean this is up there in the echelons of of tar right and it's whiplash and it's these movies where how far will people go to be great what does that line look like how gray is that area what is acceptable in terms of um how you achieve what you need in life uh i'm very happy to get this and i i just you guys are the best just sound like they're accepting an oscar right now this is really (laughs) heartfelt (laughs) Oh, yeah. I like, love Whiplash. Thank you for this pick. Pure violence from here on in. Yeah, <laughs> we're done with the niceties. Straight savagery. Because I will say, I am curious what the difference is between Guy and Madeline on the park bench and following. Interesting. Fair. Fair. Let's see when I it mean, gets to you. Oh, it's it is your turn. Ben. Oh, it is to me. Um, <laughs> because I think Memento is a pretty good debut if we're counting it, but. But it's your pod, Ben. Honestly, I was yeah, curious. You're the pod what god. The budget of something like the first Giselle movie look like, right? Like that's got to mm-hmm. be like, way more. It's got to be four times at least what Nolan so, spent on following. No, very similar. No? So the budget okay. of Giselle's was sixty thousand, and the okay, budget of following, I believe, is forty thousand. Yeah. So I mean, like under a hundred k. I mean. That's a was pretty it widely astounding. Really, like, yeah, I would. And I already I exhausted you momen- these people. Memento, if you wanted Memento, <laughs> you did. they you took did. my side. <laughs> now they're like, uh, I don't know. I mean, <laughs> I am deliberating, but my dog is barking. But I'm deliberating. <laughs> um, um. Okay. Well, earlier I was looking at uh sophomore films. I was looking at lists of sophomore films because we were going to talk about them, and I do just want to point out. That memento was on two different lists. One of the mm. lists was on IndieWire. So take that with mm. what you will. Mm. I mm. do want to give it to you, Ben. I appreciate but that. Do we want to use IndieWire as a credible source? Hmm. Well, I'll let it I'll let it rest for a bit because I think I'm gonna go with a different pick right now. I just wanted to know if Memento's an option down the road. Um, Good to know. So Snag we can a memento. <laughs> we can revisit <laughs> right, that. Write down a note. <laughs> um, but along the lines of Klein, a wise man once danced to Queen in a hallway at the end of a movie. Um, and so I'm going to go with After Sun for my wow. second yeah. ask. Um, yeah. That's that's cold. This is what I almost <laughs> wanted to do to Ethan before I went with JJ. Oh, I'm on an A24 pod, Ethan. I don't know if I told you about that or not. So, yeah, this is... uh... Well, see, here's the thing. I feel like this is me giving you this pick because I'm the one that told you how good this movie was. And you were like, really, is it, though? And then I changed your life. So... It was was a surprise. Yeah, I mean, 100%. Like, I do blame you for me crying at my desk 
Girl? multiple times really but one of them was because of this movie so uh yeah um i love after sun yeah i think it's a beautiful movie and i don't know just happy to get it here for my second pick so rebecca you have two in a row we're gonna do the first one and then we're gonna do plugs for everybody and then we'll come back for pick number three okay so my pick um was going to be Sofia Coppola, but that's okay. And then it was going to be Adam McKay, but that's okay. <laughs> um, so what I am going to pick is one that's actually near and dear to my heart because it's a very specific type of movie that I have a soft spot for, which is playwrights who take their plays and make them into movies. Um, and so I am going to be taking right. Martin McDonough's In Bruges. Nice. No. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'm not Vito. sorry. No. <laughs> I mean, yes, fine, whatever. <laughs> we'll not allow it. Are you regretting that Piranha 2 pick now, Travis? I will Travis. never regret that pick. I don't think you should. <laughs> he was a great pick. He was a great pick for the chaos. Um, and Bruges is amazing, by the way. It's, it's so been amazing. Oh, it blew my mind when I saw it. Yeah. Also, like one of those perfect examples of. The, the the baby version of what he will continue to do but change and grow mm-hmm. as a filmmaker. Mm-hmm. So like yeah. you watch obviously Banshees of Inisherin with the same two leads um yeah. is like sort of yeah. a more grown up version. Every everything about mm-hmm. it is more grown up. Martin McDonough's more grown up. The characters are more grown up. The filmmaking like slickness. I don't know. Like, that guy that guy has not missed for me. I know some people don't like a couple of his movies, but I just like I like watching people talk in Martin McDonough movies. Yeah. I just it's like Did they you- just no, he's dating Phoebe Waller Bridge. I had no idea. Oh, I don't know wow. anything. Yeah. I oh, learned that during news. my research. I did an yeah. Oscars video and I learned that during my research. And I was like, well, that makes sense. Their conversations the must be must insane. Be <laughs> Can't imagine. It's probably like, hey, you know, that Indiana Jones movie wasn't very good, right? <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> Whoa. All right. Oh. Indie pod. I can talk about Crystal Skull. That's the only one I've seen. Uh, it's great. That's the only, the only one, one you've seen. seen? Are you doing, are you doing yeah. a bit or for real? I'm, I'm not doing a bit at all. It's the only one I've seen. It's watch long on our pod. I have not seen one. Indiana. Not having seen any of them, I think is both more reasonable and more respectable. Yeah, Yeah, (laughs) the fact that you've only seen Crystal Skull is... uh, And I like Crystal Skull. It's fine. It's a fine movie, but in the context of the others, though... To not have seen Last Crusade. Yeah, I don't know. That's wild. I'm getting around to it. Okay, that's fine. I'm sure I'll see it at some point. Ben, let's um, pivot our pod and make it an indie pod for a few weeks. How about that? Hey, I'm on board. Let's do it. <laughs> Game. Man, go from indie oh, movies to indie movies. Hey, uh, look at that. Oh, look at that. Well, that's a tagline, baby. Locked in. All right, cool. We're at the halfway point. I want to give you guys a chance to plug your pods or whatever you want. Um, Travis, I'm going to throw it to you first. Oh, first. That's nice. Yeah. Um, uh, we'll, yeah we'll go so, backwards order of the draft. Me and uh, my buddy Justin have uh, a podcast called Let the Movie Speak. And our four, we, we can't joke. Like, it, we all do the same thing. And that's okay. Like, we love <laughs> this nerdy thing that we do. So I'm not going to yeah. act like, and we do ours from the moon. That'll be cool. We do ours decade by decade. So like we started in the first uh, speaking films decade, which was the thirties and we move 
you know, thirties, forties, fifties, that's a season a piece. And we do about a dozen movies. That's just like a cross section of hmm. movies from that decade. Nice. And then we do some, you know, palette cleanser things. So we did a, a, a heist series and whatever. So hmm. let the movie speak. It's on the things it's on Spotify and Apple podcasts and all those things. And uh, at LTMS pod on Twitter and Instagram, check it out. Awesome. I love it. We'll have all the links for everyone too in the notes. So go follow and do that, all that stuff. Carson. Yes. Hi. Hello. Um, I do. Sorry. I'm looking at, Oh yes. I remember. Okay. Uh, I have a podcast called movie mavens with, um, my friend and former colleague, Annie, and we, uh, do double features. Um, so we usually pick a movie that's in theaters and then we'll double feature it with just honestly, whatever loosely, Uh-oh. um, we do like genre director, main actor. I mean, we've done studio one time we did, Oh, what is the name of that movie? I'm so sorry. Scott Pilgrim versus the world. And then we double mm. featured it with Kimmy because they both have blue bobs. Um, so just <laughs> things like that. I love that. Um, last week we did past lives and your name. Um, and we are very like, um, we're very female focused. We're very female centered and, um, we like to platform, uh, women in film and, uh, women making movies, women being badass in Hollywood and making moves. So, um, if any of that interests you, it's called, uh, movie mavens and we're movie mavens on social media, but honestly, you could probably just reach out to Annie or I. Um, yeah. I love it. I love your pod. Thank you. Yeah. Me too. Um, Thank you. Andrew sent this in on the tail end of Travis and you beginning. I don't know which one it's for, but I'll just say both of them are great shows. So, um, <laughs> and I mean, everyone's is a great show. So I'm just <laughs> going to put Andrew's out there for everybody. Uh, Jade, you have any plugs? So I'm the only one that doesn't have a podcast here, which that's fine. I'm going to go just listen to everybody's. But um, I mean, I actually recently just yesterday deactivated my social medias completely. Just need a break. So you can still find me, though, at, on Letterboxd, just at Jade Befalo. That's just my full name. I just, you know, I, that's where I just like to talk movies. I nice. kind of strayed away from talking about them on social media. So just Letterboxd and that's it. And just all I'll say is just keep going to the movies. I love it. And honestly, Letterboxd is like the best social app. So I think it's a a great call on your part. Uh, Alden. Uh, I, on the other hand, have two online. Um, (laughs) Kendall Roy uh, style. You don't even know how online I am. You've lost context. Um, Context. Succession pod coming soon. Um, (laughs) You you can find me doing Octo Radio, Star Wars podcast and the sub shows uh, therein doing interviews with different Star Wars uh, creatives, novelists, comic book writers. Um, we did have Ryan Johnson on one time. So if you just want to check out the one episode, that's the nice. one. Um, nice. I also do a uh, casterly talk, uh, which is our game of Thrones and other fantasy properties like rings and uh, willow and uh, Lord of the rings, uh, rings of power rather um, with my friend Ken Knapsack. I will say in light of strikes and everything, I'm sure it's going to come up toward the end. Um, we'll talk about it, but uh, not going to be covering Ahsoka or Brings the power season two or anything um, till a fair deal is in place. Still going to be talking, but just talking the kind of conversations that we'd be having anyway. And then uh, writing around the internet, uh, wrote for Star Trek last year, working on a couple things for them now, a couple other things. So cool. Sometimes that is awesome. Thanks, man. Yeah. Uh, Klein. 
Uh, you can find me everywhere uh, on mostly on Twitter. I'm also to online at the Klein Felt. I also write and hang out over at the direct.com all day, every day where I am the senior editor over there. And I have two podcasts, a Star Wars podcast called Reckless Rebellion, wherever you're listening to this right now, head on over and look us up. And then not movies, but a different medium that I enjoy. Um, I have a video game podcast called Controller Club. It is me, my friends oh, from the UK, and another one from Australia. We are intercontinental. Nice. We hang out, talk about the latest in that sort of world called Controller Club. So look us up. Come say hello. When do you guys record? That sounds insane. Oh, it is. Yeah. Yeah. Those time zones are fun. There is a window of two hours every afternoon where everyone's awake. <laughs> That's amazing. Love it. Oh, it's so good. Uh, Ethan, you got a pod? Yeah, you know, I'm around on the podcast. Uh, I, I am a co-host with you, Ben, on 24 Minutes of A24. We talk about uh, the A24 library. Much like Alden kind of stated, um, our, our schedule is yet to be determined going forward on on what we will be talking about. Um, but it will be A24-centered. Uh, um, and then we also have a Patreon on that podcast called 24 Minutes of Not A24. We just covered the entire Mission Impossible franchise um, where we literally look at movies in 24 minutes which was our original idea for the podcast and yeah and we were like this is impossible and then we're like <laughs> let's have hot sauce if we don't make it in 24 minutes so it's really fun over on patreon um now we're doing uh disney or, or films based on disney theme park rides which is just incredible Ooh. what is out there some really great and terrible things um so yeah it's a blast find us 24 minutes of 824 anywhere that you get your pods and youtube as well sweet i'll i'll listen uh rebecca <laughs> don't forget to subscribe <laughs> i'm gonna listen first i'm not just gonna subscribe <laughs> okay, like, yeah. give me, yeah. i'll just give away my subscriptions okay <laughs> yeah, not free. um i'm at you gross rebecca everywhere i i'm also just chronically online um I, of the podcasts that I do, one geek show podcast, which is kind of your generic geek content and what's happening in the current pop culture stream. Um, when I'm feeling motivated, uh, I have a YouTube channel called The Critics Darling. It's my movie YouTube channel that I'm currently in the process of retooling. So keep an eye out for that. And then uh, if you want to listen to me talk about Star Trek um, under the geek show umbrella, I do a podcast slash YouTube video called the space show show where i've been watching all of star trek the original series and talking about it oh dang nice that's awesome nice. awesome yeah i mean i'm just everywhere at benny burrito uh i'll obviously hear three films in a podcast i'm one of the three hosts um but as when this comes out we will have like a little over a month left of this pod and like i said we are shifting gears in 2024 we are going to, I guess it's like the first like real announcement, whatever we've hinted at it forever, but uh, we're going to be known as unsung gems. And we're going to talk about movies that people love that they feel don't get enough respect. So we'll have a guest on every week that picks oh, a movie man. and come on, tell us why they love it. It's part of every time we have a, a guest on for the first time, we ask them these clubhouse questions. And one of them is what's your unsung gem. And that just kind of became like our favorite thing to hear about these movies that people mm -hmm. love that like we've never heard of. And so it's like, so we're just kind of pivoting to that. So I'm very excited about it. Our first round actually is all going to be directorial debuts. Um, we have a couple of people on here that are going to be participating in that. So uh, super excited, but um, yeah, I don't know. Stick around. We'll, we'll have all the crossover links and stuff, but we've appreciated everyone's support with three films and hopefully you guys come over with us to unsung gems should be a good time. Speaking of a good time, let's get to round three, Rebecca, 
please don't take my next movie um, and take whatever <laughs> else you want. Memento. <laughs> Just kidding. Um, <laughs> uh, this movie, hmm. I'm kind of in the spot where I the world is kind of my oyster, and I'm gonna go with this one. Um, a movie that was diff- different enough, culturally different enough, that I found it super fascinating. Um, District Nine by Neil Blomkamp, Ooh, incredible uh, pick. Yes. yes, yeah, that movie wow. um, absolutely that. blew my mind. It, Amazing! It's such a phenomenal movie that challenged you know, you know, existing ideas and. Yada yada yada. Just I, maybe his subsequent movies are not as like good as District Nine, but I think he knocked it out of the park with his first one. Yeah, this really Gran Turismo. Yeah. Couple weeks. It's gonna be the I actually heard it's very yeah. good. People, everyone I've talked to says it's good. I all right. I, I wanted to. Be. I'm excited for it. Yeah, I'll be there. Be I like going fast. Sure. <laughs> he does it, right? I like David Harbour and going fast. Yeah. yeah. Now, this one, this one doesn't have family, but uh, uh, it might. But it has Orlando Bloom. Can we That's talk true. about yeah. poor Rome? And Rome has had its fair share of cars driving down steps this year. Yeah, they're just taking what a beating. R.I.P. Taking a yeah. beating. <laughs> Absolutely. Well, you didn't take the movie I was going to pick, and I'm happy about that. Um, trying to do you a favor yeah i'm sweating some, so bad some right might now. even say that i can feel the love tonight uh i'm taking the lion king um, nice my third Whoa. pick i think wow. one of the best Ooh, animated great. movies ever um probably yeah. one of the more important ones for sure my first crush was simba yeah i mean Nala, you know what i mean <laughs> i yeah. love that <laughs> I, don't, I, don't I was in uh, the lions man <laughs> <laughs> so yeah again i don't know what to say about the lion king that people don't know about but it's like the whole mm-hmm. disney renaissance i still think it was again just one of the more important ones yeah. and just a super fun one to see and as someone whose favorite movie is ferris bueller's day off um you know it's cool to see mr broderick in that so um yeah lion king the best version nice. of hamlet <laughs> yes mm-hmm. and scar is the best disney villain i'll say that as well mm. in my oh, opinion i like that i love Respect that, that. Uh, did he up? get did Ethan's he get the up. scar and then change his name oh or is it's that his name unclear <laughs> but there is a canon prequel novel that i have not read so maybe i will and i'll, I'll report <laughs> not read. next draft next <laughs> come back and report <laughs> ethan what you got okay that brings me to me i i will say ben your pick and klein your picks like when it is right before mine, I've just like never been more nervous in my life just because like it's, I'm so close I'm to what I want. Yeah. So close it. to the, it's, it's, it's like Clooney on the precipice of greatness so many times. Um, <laughs> so I'm glad this wasn't picked up. This is, this is um, probably, uh, and, and it actually is the most recent movie to be drafted so far. Um, I'm going with Celine Song's debut in Past Lives. Um I try to steer away from, you know, recency bias and all of these things. Um, past lives is truly special. It, it, it spans, um, everything that you could think. And, and I've seen it twice in theaters. Um, each time I have just cried an embarrassing amount in such a short amount of time, uh, during the, the, the final 15 minutes. And, um, there's not really any movie quite like it, especially in terms of a directorial debut. I know Rebecca, you were saying, um, how much you appreciate, um, you know, playwrights that, that take things to the screen. This is Celine taking something she wrote to the screen 
and executing it on on a level that quite frankly just is not generally seen at least in modern day movies mm-hmm. um so yeah past lives my favorite movie of 2023 so far and uh my third pick love it well done there was a, a moment there where i think it was uh klein and then you alden klein and, and you and i wanted either after sun or past lives and i was like these three assholes might take both <laughs> these movies, take so, like, I don't know what to do if these are taken. I will say um, that's oh. not the Ethan bullet that I had in mind. Okay. Oh. Right, I'm, I'm so curious to figure out what this is and just please don't do it until the draft is over and then just tell me <laughs> what it was. That'd Let be great. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. Because yeah, yeah, in that pick, I have cemented my confidence that one movie I really want will be here on the back end. And if it's not, oh. I might, never join a podcast again. <laughs> he will retire i'm done i'll never be on three films again i'll never again. Come back. yeah um klein what you got for us for your third pick um i'm going to take what i consider probably the best science fiction movie of the 21st century and one of my favorite movies ever made uh and it's alex garland's directorial debut in ex machina yeah. I just think that this is one of the most tense movie going experiences you can possibly have. I can remember sitting in my college dorm room, watching it for the first time alone in the dark and being terrified. And it's just, it's so good. Oscar Isaac in this is an animal. Like he's just, Mm. he's on another level. I love it so much. Um, And it's, it's a very, very good movie. I will, I will stand by my boy, Alex Garland um, with just about everything he's done. So yeah, I think Ex Ex Machina is immaculate. Wonderful. You big men fan, Klein? That we don't talk about men. Oh my god, we don't talk about men. Men pod. We want to go about annihilation. I can. We can talk about. I talk about annihilation all day, but men does not exist. Hey, Rory Kinnear in that movie, dynamite stuff. To be honest, that last ten minutes exists in my head. Unfortunately, yeah, to say the least, that was intense. He did make. He made choices. Very, very memorable. Um, where are we at here? Alden. Oh God. All right, Ethan. No, oh, buddy, God. it's time. Yes. It's two true. drafts in a row. The... Yeah. Two drafts in a row. I will draft Rachel Senate to my team how, and take her from Ethan. You. It is Emma Seligman's debut feature. Shiva baby. Yeah. I knew uh, you're going to take this. Great movie. Should be honestly horror thriller as well as, <laughs> as well as <laughs> drama, as well as black comedy is like, it's just, it is so utterly thrilling um, to see maximum impact from minimal resources in this way uh, to just trust your actors. It really is like good theater of just three rooms, maybe like three and a half rooms. You get a bathroom upstairs and like, and it's just power. Like it's, it's just a, a slice, a slice of a slice of life. It's not even a chapter. It's a day. It's an unfortunate day. And um, I think in a, in a just world, Rachel Senate would have gotten like awards attention for this performance. I didn't know her before this. Um, And uh, she she absolutely blew me away. Um, If this was the cool Academy, the Academy that gave Marissa Tomei the Oscar, (laughs) then maybe we would have seen it. Yeah. Like a regular Academy. I'm like a cool Academy. (laughs) That needs to be their next tagline for 2024 Oscars. For the new David Zaslav class. (laughs) (laughs) I take it back. Um, Jade, what you got for your third pick? So Ben, I'm going to follow in your footsteps and pick 
and animated stop motion. I'm going to go with uh, The Nightmare Before Christmas, Ooh, yeah. Henry Selleck. Ooh, um, nice. That and Coraline have to be two of my favorite, probably stop motion movies of all time. Um, I just rewatched Nightmare Before Christmas just because me and my boyfriend were singing it in the car. Nice. Like we just put on the soundtrack. That's awesome. <laughs> and yeah, it's just, it's, it's creepy. It's, uh, it is kind of scary and it celebrates two holidays. And so is it a Christmas movie or is, is it a Halloween movie? I mean, it's whatever your heart desires. Yeah. Danny Elfman I, is on yeah. another just plane of existence. He really is. Yeah. I mean, the man's jacked. Have you seen him? Jack Skellington part, by the way. Danny Elfman sings for Jack yes. Skellington. So, so good. Yeah. So, so good. So yeah. that's going to be my pick. I love it. It's an, it's an amazing movie. One of our draft staples, Beth Ann couldn't be here tonight, but she has a pod called Cinematic Symphony, and I'm actually covering Danny Elfman for that. So I've been listening to I all of his that. soundtracks, and it's just like, Nightmare Before is so good. You know, like he's got so many yeah. great soundtracks, but that one, it's like, oh, I didn't realize I remembered this. You know, just got like there's somewhere mm-hmm. like deep inside. So uh, that's a wonderful selection. I like that a lot. Carson, we're back. Yes. We made it. Thank you. Finally. Um, (laughs) I uh okay I realize that maybe I might have a theme here and my third pick I'm gonna go with um Catherine Hardwick's debut 13 oh yeah that Um, one was one of my shortlist nice it's an incredible movie she went on to do Twilight and uh Lords of Dogtown which is the Mm -hmm. best soundtrack ever made sorry Sofia Coppola um (laughs) But 13 is, it is a look at what it's like to be a very lost and confused 13-year-old girl told in a way that I don't think will ever be replicated. She co-wrote it with Nikki Reed, who was a teenager at the time. Mm. Um, And it just is, it you know, you got the guys on this on this pod. I don't know that it would hit as hard as it would hit for for women watching the movie, but it mm. is incredibly moving and um just like yeah, it's a gut punch. I can't recommend this movie enough. And um yeah, Catherine Hardwick is a badass. Nice. I was thirteen years old watching that movie with my mom roof stoof but such a good movie wow i didn't seeing it with your mother must have been like a constantly Uh, having to reassure her she was horrified we're good we're good yeah like there were moments i had to be like what is happening and she's like don't even worry about it (laughs) that film is in a special category of movie in my like childhood mind which was my sister's dvds like a stack of movies that my sister cared about it was like dirty dancing 13 a couple other things uh i think some sex in the city hbo dvds were in there um and i saw parts of it too young and was so confused um (laughs) i haven't revisited it as an adult but yeah i remember it being very talked about i um i'm actually seeing it at the end of this month um catherine hardwick and nikki reed are presenting it and they're doing a show um for the 20th anniversary and it's not sold out yet which is like beyond it. And that just goes to show like the audience is very obviously not film bro and Mm. they're not devouring the tickets, which is just absolutely insane to me. But yeah, I'm seeing it in a theater. 
That's so That'll cool. be interesting. Yeah. I love That's it. That's awesome. I hope he gets to talk to them. Me too. That's cool. Be awesome. Um, if you want to hear more about 13, so, you know, shameless plug. Once again, Carson is going to be one of our first guests for the new pod. And we're going to be talking about that movie, which I'm super excited about. I had never even heard of it. So I'm, I'm excited. It's on my watch list it. now. Yeah. Hell yeah. That's awesome. Nice. Travis, you still here? You're still here. I am here. here. I am calculating <laughs> carefully. Made it around. <laughs> Uh, I have a weird position of being the turnaround thing again, right? Yeah, yeah. You get yep. your last two picks. Yeah, that's that's honestly harder. Um, okay, <laughs> okay. So I could I could go conventional and bananas again. I could I could pick a couple ones that I feel like are I can't believe they're still around. Honestly, yeah. um, don't do that. That's that's no. <laughs> you wouldn't want to do you wouldn't want to do that, Travis. No, get wild. You would <laughs> steal a DVD. And in the spirit of our pod, I'm also trying to represent as many different decades as I can. So I'm trying to be a little strategic. So I got an 80s, I got a 40s. Okay, this is what we're going to do here. 1968, a movie was made by a man. And this man's name was George A. Romero, Night of the Living. Yes. Oh, my God. That was great. Nice. uh, Again, it's a good movie, guys. It is. (laughs) That's this whole podcast. (laughs) yeah uh maximal uh what an alden said it nicely earlier but like did a lot with a little um mm-hmm. so many innovative like things and and you can't really credit that many single movies with basically creating a genre of movies yeah. and that's definitely yeah. one of those um and it, it it holds up so well i don't know if you've rewatched it recently but like i've sort of made it an annual october watch because it is legit spooky like tense um and it the ending if you don't know i'm i'm, I'm literally not going to spoil the ending even though it's super old but if you don't know the ending it's worth your time such Sweet. such a wallop of an ending okay gotta watch it and, also one uh, of the most quotable lines ever they're coming to get you barbara oh, yeah. <laughs> 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 so i good. love that line it's one of those things yeah. that like lives in your osmosis mind before you even yes. know like even when yeah. you're a kid yeah yeah. And like, again, like you watch it in a performance like that, like the acting is like fine. Like it's the acting is, is good enough. And, and the movie is amazing. And somehow that's like, oh, it's got to be the director's got to be heavy lifting there. Yeah. So, OK, that's pick number one. Uh, I'm three. Can I do a silly one. OK. Silly one. We're on a three. No, uh, <laughs> 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 debut. I don't know. I think Saw uh, Five is out there for the taking. If you want that one, old. Uh, <laughs> it's, it's not the worst Saw. Okay. Anyway, um, okay. I'm gonna go with for my last final. My final. Mm, this is hard. Can um, we add a fifth? Can we add a fifth pick? Just, <laughs> just, let's just keep going until yeah. yeah let's until just go until like we, we run out. Travis, <laughs> say Skinamarink. Say Skinamarink. Oh, oh my god. <laughs> divide the pod into. Coming to VHS. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Great. Super duper. <laughs> and like three different tours, Rebecca. Uh, great. Collect them all. Whatever. <laughs> okay. Well, I feel like the one genre that maybe hasn't been represented quite enough is sci fi. And so I'm going to go sci fi for my last pick. This is, this is a little left field compared to some of the other options, but 2009's. Duncan Jones joint 
Moon. Yeah. yeah. You, you I are very great. good. I didn't realize that was his Sorry, debut. Sam freaking Rockwell. Yeah. He is the man. Amazing. I don't know why I like movies where one person plays multiple people so much. <laughs> I talked about adaptation earlier, but like, yeah, <laughs> he plays a few Sam Rockwells in this. It's awesome. It's so good. It's, it's Sam Rockwell going crazy on the, like, in space. Yeah. What could be better? <laughs> Such a good movie. Sick. Okay. Awesome. So Travis ends up with Citizen Kane, Piranha 2, The Spawning. Obviously. <laughs> Obviously. Most insane I think I got that order ever. right. I don't know. He may have taken Piranha 2 first. Um, and no. then uh, <laughs> Night of the Living Dead and Moon. So four awesome films. A demented list, actually, now that I'm looking at it. I love, so, I love just it. a phenomenal, phenomenal marathon. Yeah. Right? <laughs> <laughs> all of these. Start or end with Citizen Kane, though. Like, what do you... Yeah. How do you, you do it in that order? Navigate? You... <laughs> Just you like eat your that. dinner, then you have your dessert with piranha, and then you go on. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I like that. Um, Carson, we're back to you. Okay, I uh, am going to continue my theme of movies about teenage girls, but I'm going to lighten it up a little bit um, and go with Bring It On, which Ooh. is Peyton oh, Bayes. Oh, oh, yeah. <laughs> he went on to make uh, like all five or ten Ant-Mans there are, I don't know how many <laughs> Ant-Mans are but he's done a lot of those um but yeah that was like pivotal in in when I like in my adolescence I wore that VHS out um I recently saw it uh on 35 millimeter um, with a friend of mine who also, I live in LA. I, yeah. That. <laughs> yeah. Where such no. things are possible. Actually, I'm just um, lucky to get movies. I saw it at, uh, what's that guy's name? Quentin Tarantino's theater. He yeah. only shows oh, cool. on 35 oh, millimeter. Cool. Yeah. Um, but, he, uh, I went and saw it with, um, a, a friend of mine who, um, also, watched it growing up and it was incredibly pivotal for her as well. And it was fun. Like it was a great experience. It holds up really well. Um, and Oh God. And uh, Kirsten Dunst is in two of my movies here, but oh, you yes. know, oh, she yeah. deserves it. She deserves all of the accolades. Mm-hmm. Yeah. She is amazing. She's incredible. I love bring it on. Okay. There it is. Eliza in that awesome movie is so yes. good. So um, good. She's wonderful in that. Peyton Reed, underrated. Mm-hmm. I didn't realize he directed or I didn't remember that he did. That's that's awesome. Virgin Suicides, The Witch, 13, and Bring It On. That feels right in my soul. Yeah. That is like that is like teenage girl heaven. Yeah, this was like a blind pick, like match the drafter to these movies. Like, yeah, it's Carson. That's like it's perfect. I think it's so good. Um Jade, how are you rounding out your team? So I, for me, it wouldn't be my list if I didn't add a true horror movie. So I'm going to go with Paranormal Activity by Oren Pelly. That movie um, messed me up so bad. Yeah, you know, I, I feel like it's become a joke now with the, you know, with the last movies. Yeah. I just watched Next of Kin and it was just... I, I don't even have words for it, but the, if you go to one through three, I even like four and five. They're not completely terrible. They're a little bit funnier, but one through three, I think are actually really good movies. Cosine. Um, I think their found footage is always something that will scare the shit out of me. And I think on top of Blair Witch, Paranormal Activity truly just 
was the roots of found footage for horror. So I'm sticking by it. Nice. That movie is the reason to this day I cannot go to sleep without listening to a podcast or a TV show. Same. Same. Wow. Wow. You guys. And it's why it's honestly why I'll never own a ring camera because I'm too scared to look at any sort of like CCTV footage. I'd rather rather they just take me. Yeah. (laughs) Whatever I don't see, that's between them. That's between the beast and God. It's bliss sometimes. I mean, this grouping here Nightcrawler, Anchorman. (laughs) Nightmare Before Christmas and Paranormal Activity. Like, this is fantastic. What you a have a selection. nice time in the middle. Oh, really good. Yeah, yeah it's a little fun. Kind of like <laughs> mellows out and then... This terrifying oh. sandwich. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I love that, actually. I'm going to start using that. Uh, Alden, wrote to you. I hate this. I hate it. I'm going to have so many honorable mentions, you guys. Yeah. I'm literally um, looking at my list of which honorable mentions. I cannot Say wait to blurt them out. Let me jot Skinnamarink on the honorable just, mentions. Just someone can do the voice, please. <laughs> um, at, at, at any given moment in the past five minutes, it could have been so many. But I am going to choose my gut right now, my heart. I love musicals. It is oh, a boy. it is a shock that it was this man's first film. Yes, I'm gonna do it. It's Tick Tick Boom, mm. Lin Manuel Miranda's feature movie. directorial debut. I, there was a lot of talk leading up to it. How is you know being a composer and lyricist and and a theater actor is very different skill set. I thought maybe it would be serviceable and that he would nail the music and that the rest of the film would, you know, be pretty standard. But dude had style. Dude made choices. He was he was inventive with the camera. He was inventive with transitions. He was inventive with how we perceived um, Jonathan Larson's creativity. Mm-hmm. And uh, I think it's a killer soundtrack. And Andrew Garfield just left it all out there. The fantastic but film. And it has it has Bradley Whitford playing Sondheim. Mm, yeah fantastic Mm -hmm. so that's my final choice sweet i love that it's a great pick get out mission impossible 3 which i was sad to see go but i'm glad you got it shiva baby and tick tick boom i'm going to all this house like this is (laughs) i'm gonna rip in time yeah we're gonna have fun we have a good time we're gonna live popcorn Gonna we're gonna pop. sing we're gonna cringe <laughs> yeah. we're these are all run. my favorite things <laughs> singing and cringing <laughs> uh, um, Klein what are you taking for your last there are pick? so many directions I can go I'm sh- utterly shocked when I was putting this list together I'm like oh my god what am I gonna do I'm gonna get to the end and all this stuff but there's so much here yeah uh, I could say hot rod but I'm not going to say hot rod um, <gasps> uh, you know what just because her last film made me really upset. Um, and after her first movie, I got so excited. I'm going to do it. I'm going to yes. say book smart, Olivia yes. Wilde. Probably nice. one of my favorite movies the last yes. five years. Yes. Nice. It mm-hmm. makes you laugh incredibly hard. It makes you cry. And then you can't tell which tears are from happiness and which tears are from <laughs> just like opening your soul up to this movie. Um, it's a great, I love yes. it so much. Mm-hmm. Caitlin Devers. I will, I now have a season's pass. Like anything she does, I will be there. I don't care. Like she just so much fun in that movie. Um, and yeah, that's that's where I'm going. I'm going to say Booksmart. Love it. That's I awesome. thought that's what Carson was going to say before Bring It On. 
with the yeah. way you led in to bring it on. Um, God, Booksmart's good. So good. And it's just a shame. It just, I wanted so many good things. And then we got what we got with yeah. Dory Darling, but what have yeah. you. It's, the movie maybe that Sean back there one day. Yeah. I forgot she directed that. Oh. <sighs> I can never forget because I followed everything behind the scenes so closely. I will never. Did he he spit or no? What did he spit on someone and the movie wasn't good? Yeah, You were telling me leading that film that Olivia Wilde was going to come off of Booksmart and do a movie with Florence Pugh in it. I was there. I was was there Mm -hmm. from day negative 300. Like I was ready. Yes. The style itself. Like I was sold on the style itself. Yeah. Yeah. Ah, it was a and I think, I think the trailer I think the trailer is magnificent mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I, I think agree it's, it's a fantastic trailer the, I, the, I will she say gonna have her get out moment yeah. I will say the I twist thought. the twist in that movie almost redeemed every terrible thing before it because I did not see that coming in a million bajillion years but not enough I did like Chris Pine's performance I thought he was really good mm-hmm. yeah. he he's always, definitely he's like a good. like a all the parts are good, but it's the sum. Yeah. Like yeah. Mm-hmm. elements are great. It's Things were good. Yeah. Lady Billy Lord. Can I just say Billy Lord oh, and Booksmart? Yeah. Deserves yes. a mention. Oh, awesome. She's fantastic in that movie. She's yeah. Oh, Billy Lord. Lady Bird, Shawshank Redemption, Ex Machina and Booksmart for Klein. Awesome. Wow. It's a good list. Yeah, I like that a lot. The list, all the lists so far are stacked. Pretty good. Is that three A24s? No. Two? I don't know. No, Booksmart is is. not. That's right. Um, Ethan. Wow. Okay. We're back. We're so back. We're back. We're so back, baby. We're so back, baby. Yeah, God, I feel really good about this. The one that I wanted is Stone on the Board. So we'll be taking it. If I can't have Michael Mann heat, I'm going to take Michael Mann's thief. Um, just a sliver wow. of a knock below heat. Uh, James Conn is, is unfucking believable in this movie. The cityscapes, the neo noir, like neon, like everything about this is so Michael Mann. And it's literally the first thing he did, which is unbelievable. Um, has just some of the most incredible, um, like, I guess, you know, like thriller uh, sequences and visual style of, of anything out there. Uh, and the diner scene is just like hypnotizing in this movie. So cool. um, there's just so, I mean, so many good things to say about this. Um, and I'm just fucking amped. It's on my draft team. So I feel good about this. That's a good pick. Ethan, how excited are you for Heat 2? Are you reading Dude, everything? Are you just- Heat fucking 2 is going down. <laughs> I mean, I'm so jacked for Ferrari. And that's like, like we don't know when we're getting Heat 2. Ferrari supposedly coming out this year. Like, we're, I mean, we're so back, baby. Like, Michael Mann is back. We're making movies. Back. Like, I just, I feel movies. so good about it. I feel so popcorn. good about movies. Um, God, I, popcorn. I hope I can see it in the theater. I hope they don't shutter before then. But, God, I mean, like, yeah, I'm, I'm, Jazz, dude. I'm Jack to the tits. Jack to the tits. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I wasn't ready. Right that's box. what we needed. Uh, Twelve Angry Men, <laughs> Whiplash, Past Lives, and Thief. Wow. First time I've ever been this happy in a draft, and it will never happen again. I can guarantee it. That's really good. I like it a lot. I don't like having to pick my last movie. I want Hot comedy so bad. It is. Yeah. It is on the board. <laughs> So many things on the board. Um, Say Baba Duke. 
<laughs> Skinnamarink. Skinnamarink. Oh, vomit. Okay. I you can pick Grease. Grease is on the board. You know what? Along those what lines. Saves, right? It is. I love Grease. It's <laughs> the best. Um, it's only once. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I think it's wow. bad. It's painful coming uh, out of your body. Um, I've never seen it and I never hope to. So, okay. I, <laughs> wow. I know I'm really just like dragging ass here. Listen, I'm taking this movie because of the soundtrack. Um, The movie itself is fine, but I think it's the best soundtrack to ever exist. I'm going with Purple Rain. I'm taking that. um, That's very good. That's very good. It's a fun movie. It's like, it's campy. Like it's fun watching Prince try to act like we just watched it the other night. Like I genuinely love this movie, but it's also just like, it's just listening to the album, you know, over an hour and a half and it's so yeah. good. So yeah, I don't know. It's not Citizen Kane. That's for sure, but it is purple rain. So that's what I'm going to go with. Um, we're going to do a silly one here at the end. Uh, we're going to go with uh, purple rain. So uh, reservoir dogs after sun, the lion King and purple rain for me. You got two what of the best soundtracks ever. Time. Musical, yeah. Yeah. I'm, pretty, yeah, I'm pretty happy with that. And you might Prince. sweep. Yeah. Citizen Kane is great, but it doesn't have Baby I'm a Star in it. It's true. So. <laughs> true. <laughs> How good could it be? No, darling, Shiva Baby's Mickey. great, but it doesn't have uh, fish that eat people. So. <laughs> That's also true. <laughs> also true. One up. One up indeed. Um, all right, Rebecca, close us out. What's our last pick? Okay. Um, we're going to do honorable mentions after. Sure. That's- yeah, let's do it. Okay. Um, so I used to play roller derby. And my derby Ooh. name was regrettably Joss Whelan. Okay. Um, <laughs> not regrettably. It was, it was an era. It's, In it was an era. Yeah. It was specifically an era. Um, but uh, the movie I'm going to pick, Whip It by Drew Barrymore, yeah. wow. um, is one of it's a movie that has a very, very, very special place in my heart. And I watched it again recently and it was very interesting to watch it because it's about a very specific branch of femininity, Mm -hmm. but now watching it through the eyes of someone who is a trans man, um, really gave the movie some extra layers. Um, Ah, but I don't know. I, I fucking love this movie. Whip it, baby. Yeah, so good. Elliot Page oh, yeah. is wonderful in it. Yeah. Um, I love Kristen Wiig. I think she's wonderful as well. This is a really fun, fun movie. And that like she be... like she nailed the dynamics so well because yeah. you know, watching them, I'm like, I know this one, I know this girl, and I know this girl. Like it's it just it was very familiar and so fun to watch. And that might be the last Bell. movie I ever rented from Blockbuster. Oh really? Oh so, yeah. That's a fun fact. Try, I can I can see the poster <laughs> in my head, like on the wall of the awesome. store. I, <laughs> I love that. And Daniel Stern is a guy that's always yeah. That's why. Mm-hmm. Love Drew Barrymore getting some love. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm sure we'll talk about her in a little I, bit. I know I will. I haven't anyways. I haven't seen that movie, but I will just say any time that um Jimmy Fallon is listed as hot tub Johnny Rocket, I'm pretty much sold. So that's I, yeah. when I watched it a, a couple of weeks ago, I definitely forgot he was in it, but it's the most likable I think Jimmy Fallon has ever been. Agreed. Oh good. Excellent. Yeah. Very, very punchable he, face. He, he plays very off character than we're used to. And mm. like he's not in it a whole lot, what but it's enough. Is to funny make in it, it or 
Yeah. 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 Because yeah, he's he's the announcer, um, and he just he kind of just lets it rip. You know. Does he just like hang out in a hot tub? Is that why his name is like Hot Tub Johnny Rocket? You will have to watch to find out. You should just watch it oh. right now. Put it mm-hmm. on. Ben. Let's go. Yeah. Let's do it. Yeah. Fired up. Watch streaming. Because you've also got um, Aaliyah Shawcats in it too, and yeah. she is incredible mm. in it. She's so good. Yeah. Love that. I recommend it. Um, Hereditary, In Bruges, District Nine, and Whip It for Rebecca. Damn. All great selections by everyone. Um, good. Yeah. I mean, we're we're at, a, at an hour and a half. If any of you need to go, feel free. Um, I think maybe we could talk about some honorable mentions if anyone wants to stick around. I think there's plenty that we could talk about. Oh, I'm sticking, baby. I have <laughs> to list them. I'll explode if some of these aren't said. Okay. I'm just going to explode if I don't I list my agree. honorable mentions. If I don't get to do this, <laughs> I, 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 I might die. I might die. I might die. Stop, stop, I'm doing something. I'm doing something. Please. Why has Skin and Ring been mentioned so many times? Carson's doing some sort of subliminal marketing for Skin and Ring. Bill and I are tight. Okay. Oh, oh my god yeah i mean let's go through some i mean maybe like five ish i don't know i feel like we could each list like 20 but maybe just like yeah. a handful <laughs> that you uh yeah wish you had taken isn't who whoever wants to go first go first i'll, I'll go first just, yeah. um so uh sam raimi the evil dead yeah. um yep yeah. mm-hmm. yeah. strictly ballroom oh mm. yeah. um and then uh, Tim Burton, Pee Wee's Big Adventure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Nice. Wow. That's good. Yeah. Um, I had. had some, a, oh, go for it. Oh, I had a couple right up really high that didn't go. Toy Story was my number five. That's what I was yeah. debating between mm. Booksmart and nice. um, Just La- John Lasseter. Uh, and then Nancy Meyers' Parent Trap. Like, yes. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> I had that. Yep. Yeah. That would have been so good. Such a good film. Uh, I, I was fighting over those comedies at the end. The ones I was kind of going between was This Is Spinal Tap, uh, yeah. Dumb and mm-hmm. Dumber, and Shaun of the Dead, I think, is another good one. Yep. Yeah. So those were kind mm-hmm. of, but, you know, I had to follow my heart with Prince. So that's what I went with. Bless you. Bless you for that. Yeah. I so realize that my list here is, like, just all kind of really fucked up movies <laughs> with the exception of bring it on yeah. <laughs> um but my my short list was um the babadook which is an incredible feat i cannot so believe good. jennifer mm-hmm. kent that was her first movie so good. um monster which i have uh, that on oh, yeah. Yeah. Thurman yeah. Won, yeah i have that too patty jenkins Mm-hmm. Um, and then I mentioned this guy earlier. I might ride for S. Craig Zoller. I'm, I really like, I don't like saying that out loud, but I kind of do. Um, his debut, uh, was Bone Tomahawk and oh, that movie wow. fucking yeah. rips. If you haven't seen that, please put it on your short list. It is the most insane mind trip. And also it's terrifying. And Kurt Russell looks awesome in Wranglers. So mm. nice. I love and that. Of course, Skinner Ring. Of course. Yeah. Skinner Ring. Skinner Ring. Uh, <laughs> Ethan, it looks like Matt wanted you to take Cranks. I don't know if that's a debut or not, but I think, uh, you know, Christmas Bro, the Cranks for wow. sure. If it, if it was a debut, I'd, I'd totally, I'd, oh, shucks. Do you have any honorable mentions? Uh, do I? Yeah, I'd actually prefer to go last. I'm going to clean up house here after everybody goes. Sure. Like Jesus a, a billion that I want to run through. He's got eight pages well, he so wants I'm to a, run through. I'm about to rattle. <laughs> Do I can't it. expound upon any of them because I need to rattle through okay. them. Rattle. All right. Go for George it. George Lucas, THX 1138. Yep. Brad Bird, The Iron Giant. Bradley yep. Cooper, yep. Star is Born. 
Yeah, Kevin Smith, Clerks, Robert right. Rodriguez, El Mariachi, Bo Burnham, Eighth Grade. I'm surprised that didn't. Yeah. Uh, I was going to say uh, that it was yep. on there. Mm-hmm. Pete Doctor, Monsters Inc., Dan Trachtenberg, yep. Ten Cloverfield Lane, Spike Lee. She's got to have it. Ryan Johnson, Brick. Yes. Uh, mm-hmm. Andrew Stanton, Finding Nemo, James Gunn, Slither, Kenneth Branagh, yep. Henry V, and mm-hmm. Leonard Nimoy, Star Trek Three: The Search for Spock. Yeah. Nice. Wow, incredible! That's nice. solid. I'm kind of surprised much- nobody said Wes Anderson yet. Yeah, I well, it's not that great. It, but- it's not yeah. good. Yeah. I forgot oh, about it. Whoa. Hot take. I forgot about it. <laughs> uh, Jay, what about oh. Gone Baby Gone? No one said Gone I was, Baby Gone. Yeah. Nobody said that. Like, yeah. 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 I, was just, I just had watched um, Goodwill Hunting actually for the first time. I feel horrible oh, nice. admitting oh, that. Hell, yeah. But Ben Affleck in Matt Damon's writing is insane. And I'm, I will support Ben Affleck as a director. I don't care what anyone says. I think he has some great movies. Yeah. Um, yeah. Along with that, I'm surprised no one said mid '90s Jonah Hill. Yeah, awesome. A24. Um, I also have Raw by Julia Ducournau. I think that's Ooh, how you say. Ducournau, yeah. Uh, Ducournau. Um, I had followed Cabin that up with Woods. Titan, right? Unbelievable yes. double feature. Double feature, just to absolutely mess with your head and your stomach. Um, Cabin in the Woods by Drew Goddard. Really yeah. underrated horror. Oh, yeah, yeah, I've yeah. actually yes. just got it tattooed on my arm. Oh, um, nice. yeah. And then last one I have is uh, Perfect Blue by Satoshi Kong. I just watched nice. it. It's an anime, anime, animated movie, and it is fucked up. <laughs> <laughs> <Nice>. <laughs> uh, if you want to add that to the movie, the fucked up list, add that. It's like it. amazing. Cool. Ethan, I think the floor is okay. yours now. We're going to, we're going to do this. Okay, great. Uh, I was gonna, I was potentially going to vie for singing in the rain because it's technically credited as Stanley Donan and Gene Kelly, which would be their first dual production, Mm -hmm. but I already tested the limits on whiplash. So I let it slide, but I just, you know, we're going to, we're going to put that out there. Um, the Maltese Falcon, John Huston, uh, Alden mentioned, mentioned Starsborn, Eraserhead, um, being John Malkovich, uh, by Spike Mm -hmm. Jones, the 400 blows, Francois Truffaut, Sex Lies and Videotapes, Steven Soderbergh, Reality Bites, Ben Stiller, Kicking and Screaming, Noah Baumbach, Synecdoke, New York, Charlie Kaufman. Um, Ben, I'm surprised you didn't take Michael Clayton. That's Tony Gilroy's first movie that he he directed. Dude, if we went six rounds. Which is crazy. (laughs) Um, Donnie Darko, Swiss Army Man, Grease, I mentioned, Speed, Dumb Dumb and Dumber, Con Air, Napoleon Dynamite, Little Miss Sunshine, Oscar winning Little Miss Sunshine. Um, John Wick, oh, John, John Wick, uh, Chad Sahelski, yep. The 40 Year Old <sighs> Virgin by Judd Apatow, mm-hmm. Fast Times at Ridgemont High, uh, Gattaca, yes. and of course, American Beauty. Um, that's that's oh, what I'm giving as well. I but love Gattaca. Oh, good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I had a very deep list that I was willing to take a lot oh, of things. Man. <laughs> Me too. I'm so upset now. Well, I'm really surprised everything. that that Eraserhead didn't make it on anyone's yeah. list. Yeah. I'd probably like ruin that there. by mentioning uh, the elephant man at the beginning. Everyone got scared of it. <laughs> I just yeah, yeah. Yeah. Right away. No. And I think, has anybody said blood simple yet? I don't know if anybody no. rattled that no. off. Yeah. No, no one said blood That's the last the one. No I mention of. I also Boys thought yeah. uh, uh, Karen Kusama's girl fight. Mm-hmm. Yep. There's I mean, there's so many good ones. Boys in the Hood. Um, oh, uh, Slacker. Did you say, did I slacker? say Slacker? No, yeah. yeah that's last one that I just want to mention came out a few weeks ago, Insidious, The Red Door, Patrick Wilson. Patrick <laughs> I know. Wilson. Oh, wow. Is that any good? I personally really liked it a lot. I think, though, it would have benefited benefited more if the third and fourth Insidious movies had never been created. 
Oh, so because mm. this perfectly rounds out the one and two. Because it's trilogy. like a legacy sequel to the so, first, to the first and second one. So yeah. I think it's really good. I like that Lee Winnell and um, James Wan kind of helped Patrick Wilson along with that. So I am a full supporter of it. Cool. That's Patrick Wilson there. is also in Bone Tomahawk, and he yeah, yeah. looks Ooh. awesome. If nice. you like Patrick Wilson, like, Patrick Wilson's one of those guys like. Why do I like him? I don't <laughs> yeah. know. Right, he shows up. He shows up in all these but movies, and I'm like, I get it. This is your thing, but why? <laughs> but I like him, and I don't. I can't quantify what it is. He's uh, hot. Kinda, it's because he's hot. He's he's hunky. He's hunky. I'll give you that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I like him a lot. He's um, one of the best parts of Zack Snyder's Watchmen. Oh yeah, he's awesome mm-hmm. in that. So good. Yeah. The last one I want to shout out is for Matt. He couldn't be here, but I know his first pick would have been Tom Hanks's That Thing You Do. Yeah. Um, I have that on my really list. Good movie. Yeah. Um, kind of, yeah. Glad we saved it for him. It's just for Matt. I had to, I had to shout that out. So, um, everyone, thank you so much for being here. This was a ton of fun. We'll see how the matchups go, where everything falls, and see who's going to be the last champion of the three films movie draft. So, it's going to be me, baby. It's going to be Ethan. No, Someone not. get a hold of me and let me know because I'm not on social media right now. Yeah, we'll let you know. Yeah. Just um, tell me that I won and it's fine. JD won. Congrats. We already ran it. So no way to prove you, it. You did it. No way to prove it. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> but uh, yeah, thanks again for being here, guys. Um, and thanks everyone for watching. And yeah, we'll see you next time. Bye. Excuse me, Mr. Pink, but the last fucking thing you need is another cup of coffee. <laughs> Jesus Christ, I mean, these ladies aren't starving to death. They make minimum wage. And I used to work minimum wage, and when I did, I wasn't lucky enough to have a job that society deemed tip-worthy. You don't care they'd count on your tips to live? You know what this is? It's the world's smallest violin playing just for the waitresses. <laughs>